and good evening, everybody. Johnny Torres back better than ever, refreshed after uh, taking a week off, attending uh, to uh, some uh, very cool business over in Orlando's. Uh, I got the opportunity, the privilege uh, to serve as one of the hosts for the Warrior Games over at Disney's uh, or ESPN's Wide World of Sports. Uh, it was a full week of uh, being alongside our the men and women of uh, our military and watching them do incredible things uh, in the athletic realms, you know, from uh, wheelchair rugby, uh, seated volleyball, archery, track and field, uh, and all of these are uh, veterans with a variety of disabilities uh, who have continued to not only represent our country uh, through their athletic efforts, uh, but also have persevered uh, through their uh, injuries uh, to, again, uh, remain competitive, remain athletic. It gives them purpose. It gives them drive. Uh, and, and it gives them a continued association uh, with the military branch that they already gave so much to. Uh, and it was just so cool to be there. And, and you get to hear those stories firsthand, get to talk to a lot of them. Uh, and uh, and we're just blessed uh, here to have hosted the games, I'd say, twice in the past four years. They were here in Tampa about four years ago. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, Orlando uh, this past week. Uh, closing ceremonies were on Sunday. Uh, and hopefully they'll be back. They seem to love the wide world of sports complex, which of course it's a world-class facility. Uh, and I think nothing would be cooler than to uh, continue to host uh, the men and women our military and then those warrior games. And, you know, obviously having Disney on site is, uh, is a huge bonus. It's a huge uh, magnet, you know, to get more people to come. Uh, but again, uh, all of our military branches were represented uh, in addition to uh, a team from Ukraine, uh, which again, that and alone, I mean, just thinking about it gets me a little choked up. And uh, Team Canada as well uh, represented there. They came out in huge numbers in terms of support, family, friends, all there cheering on their athletes. And uh, uh, if you want more information, just look up the Department of Defense Warrior Games online. Uh, I'm sure you can get highlight videos and, and you can see the results from the past week and, and learn more about this amazing event. It's also free. Uh, which again, most people don't know about. Uh, and uh, you could literally have gone the entire week seeing all of the sporting events entirely for free with your family. And so keep that in mind next time you hear them if they happen to be in your town. Uh, I'm Johnny Torres. Thank you so much for tuning into the Yard Sign whenever, wherever you may be watching, listening to the show. Uh, don't forget, you can catch us uh, not only on Facebook and YouTube if you want to see our beautiful faces, uh, but you can also. Subscribe to the audio version of our podcast at your favorite podcast platform just about anywhere in the world, uh, especially over the tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey, and Samsung podcast platforms. Again, very impressed by the Samsung folks who uh, account for about a third of our audience. Um, and, uh, and then about another third of that is uh, Apple. All right, we're going to get right to it, folks, because uh, we honestly, we're, we're starting to kind of break down all the topics, and they all just tied back to the primary election. So today's show, the primary election extravaganza, uh, joining me as always. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, we got the A-team uh, on the docket for today. Anibal, David Cabrera, Joe Wicker, what's up, fellas? Oh, if we could, oh, we could hear ourselves. Oh, Are you out? Uh-oh. How about now? See, we're, see, that's why we were trying not to. There we go. How about now? 
Well, while try they try the, to yeah, sorry, figure folks. out what's going on on their side. Uh, hi, my name is Anibal David Cabrera. I've uh, been here is it working? forever. There we go. And I only get to speak every once in a while. All right. We're here. Look at that. And that's by design. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> yes. Just adjust this really Oh, quick. my gosh. You well, I brought back noise. some of that Disney magic with me. Yes. <laughs> so... It was cool that you were at that event. It's it's one of those things where, like, as a veteran, you're like, I guess I'm glad that I don't qualify. <laughs> sure, I mean? yeah. I mean, it's just, gosh. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I was able to really <laughs> – it's like nails Sorry, on a chalkboard. It's not like Sorry, we, we plan Hold on. I'm going to mute you there for a second while you get that sorted no, out. he's good now. He's good okay. Now. Um, uh, I got to hang out with uh, the, the Army team quite a bit. Uh, one of their coaches was a guy, a local guy who lives in Orlando by the name of Joel. Uh, and uh, incredible guy, you know, has a young daughter and uh, went out there, probably played in like four or five different events. Yeah. Uh, it's just unreal. I mean, these guys go from playing like wheelchair rugby one day to then doing like track and field and swimming and archery and uh, seated volleyball, well, wheelchair basketball, like, and, and it's just, I don't know how, like, I don't think I'd make it past the first day. I mean, <laughs> and these guys are out there doing four or five, six events. I'm loving it. I like it. There you're off. I think you're off still. Again? There, oh, we, go. there we go. Right. We got a faulty cable. We've We've got a faulty cable here. There we go. Um, yeah, I, I think it's great that we have that program. I, I knew, you know, veterans need to try to find a way to stay connected and stay physically active, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you come home and, you know, you get out of shape, you know, and the military keeps you in shape. Well, and, and I could tell if you by. you a limb, you definitely I, have some. Well, I could tell by talking to some of them that emotionally the fact that they had lost a limb or had had a major injury I mean, really devastated them, you know, even more than just not being able to serve any longer. You know, like it was, it was yeah. just kind of compounded the fact that they couldn't serve any longer. And so for a lot of them, the fact that they could wear the branch's name on, on yeah. themselves again and represent the branch again in some form, you know, what really kind of gave them a renewed sense of purpose and, and drive. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I, yeah, like I said, I, 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 well, I think back to, listen, when you're in a, you know, when you're in a combat zone, you have some weird conversations, you know, yeah. you, you have some real, some real conversations. And, you know, the, I remember, I remember being in a Humvee and that was back when uh, EFPs, for those that know what those are, explosively formed projectiles <clears throat> that the, the Iranians sent into Iraq and were training the, the Shia militia to use them against us. But this particular type of IED um, would would it would shoot out molten copper, okay, and that would just slice through a Humvee like nothing. I mean, just like a hot knife through butter. You know, there there wasn't wow. enough there wasn't enough armor to stop it, and there was like this graveyard of vehicles, and we were in there for something. We were we actually we were stripping windows off of another Humvee. I won't go into the story, but we were stripping stuff off Humvees, and you're walking through this graveyard, and you see these holes you know that are the size of a you know a softball or even like a small basketball or something you know and in the side of the door and you're thinking to yourself yeah you know <laughs> just based on the location like that person didn't make it you know or you yeah. see him down at the bottom and you're just thinking oh gosh that dude lost his legs you know and i remember one of the conversations with a, a one of my buddies uh, that was on the team he was he literally was like yeah you know 
I sit this way with like one leg out and one leg back because I think like, well, maybe if I get hit, like I only lose one. Like that oh, wow. way I don't wow. lose both. And I mean, you just start having these weird, almost superstitious type conversations, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like, well, if I have to get Any, hit, anything like maybe, that'll give you an edge. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe I just, maybe I can improve my circumstance, you know, if we do things this way. Or, right. You know, um, maybe let's, you know, let's switch it up, you know, and, and, mm. and anyway, so, and you actually, you actually do make decisions on the basis of, of some things like that. You, you switch up your routes and you switch up your, um, your order of March. Like you might even change out like who's going to be sitting where. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. And so I can't even imagine, you know, what it's like for those guys, but I'm glad they're active and because, you know, people that lose limbs, it's kind of like if you think of um, uh, diabetic patients and things like that, you know, like they lose limbs, you know, due to their illness or whatever. But um, it comes with other medical challenges, you know, right. I mean, you lose a limb and that that's not just the end of it. Yeah. I mean, Typically, there's know, other other challenges. Yeah, there's other issues. And then whether they've lost a limb above the knee or below the knee, that determines kind of like the type of prosthetic and what kind of you know, mobility they're going to have from there on. So it's a lot, man. I, I wow. can't imagine it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then imagine tacking onto that, you know, the physical state that you have to be in to be able to compete in four five, six sporting events. In like I matter, said, I'm, I'm glad in a matter of a week. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's incredible. I mean, I already suck at basketball. I'm not sure how, I'm not sure if I could do any better. <laughs> not sure if I could do any better, if I could yeah. just like wheel right up to it. But well, you know how, you I know, can't, I can't, I can't run up to it. You so, know how brutal I mean, rugby is. That's a wheelchair sport. rugby is oh, like just as brutal. Are they you, crashing? Yes, oh, they yeah. I mean, yeah. It looks so yeah. intense. Yeah. Cause rugby is rough. Yeah. They have, I mean, the wheelchairs are even specifically designed for impact. Yeah, oh, so they have so they guards can, on the sides. You know, the wheels so are, are slightly inverted. Oh. And some of them have rails, you know, that come along. Yeah. And they have a basket okay. for your feet. And then depending oh, on wow. whether you're an offensive or a defensive player, depends on whether you have kind of like a steel beam along the front, you know, basically to hit other people with. Or the defensive ones will have more of a basket type of thing, which actually has kind of like hooks to like hook the 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 person that that you're defending oh wow um and uh, and and interesting uh, they use the wheelchairs to block and stop the other players from being right. able to move around right right and uh, yeah it is no joke and i mean they're they're flipping each other over um <laughs> and you know and and uh you know then two or three people have to come out and get them right side up you know, or it, sometimes it those guys really get cool. Yes. And they, or something they do it themselves. Yeah, and sometimes push, they'll get themselves off. right oh side gosh, up all so on their cool. own, which is even crazier. Um, but cool. yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, all right. Thanks again, everybody, for watching. Don't forget, uh, you can uh, send us uh, your comments here as uh, Nebel watches uh, social media live uh, while we are doing the show. Uh, we are going to be talking about the primary elections, and uh, we've got the uh, Department of Elections website pulled up, ready to go. Uh, let's kind of first start with just overall opinion, kind of generally on you know how primary night went. How do you guys, how are you guys feeling about uh, the results for for the primaries? I didn't think there was a lot of surprises. No, I mean you know. When you've been in politics long enough, you kind of see the writing on the wall for some some things. Some close calls. Some close calls. Yeah. 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 The um, the state house races were closer than I thought would have went through. Congressional, yeah. I think they all fell where we all thought they were going to fall, or yeah. even deeper. I mean, you know, some people lost by bigger margins than surprisingly. Well, if you so if you take um, CD fifteen, the congressional district um, that was created through 
um, the census and the redistricting process. Um, you know, Dennis Ross, the former congressman from that area, had gotten into that race. And when that happened, I thought, oh, okay. You know, yeah, same. Is, you know I was like, okay, so he's going to come back and that's going to be that. And then, uh, then things really got interesting. Um, Jackie Toledo was in the race, representative from mainly South Tampa. Um, Kelly Stargell, who's a former state senator uh, from mainly Lakeland area. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, Laurel Lee, former secretary of state, former judge and attorney and, and wife to uh, former Senate president, Tom Lee got in the race. And when that happened, I was like, whoa. Yeah. And, uh, and then Dennis, and then de the former congressman. Just walks out. Stepped out, stepped aside. And I, I, I wondered at the time, I was like, you know, did, did, um, did he just realize, you know, I mean, his statement basically was like, hey, look, you know, it's just. It, I think the powers to be probably yeah. pulled him aside and been like, hey, yeah. man. Yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, well, and he was going to have an uphill battle. And, you know, it's it's a great time to be, you know, a woman in the Republican Party. I don't know, even think you know, or even think a minority. Well, you, know? really you don't think you don't think there was an issue with the, the fact that it was him up against uh, female. You just think it was in, I don't internal, think I don't internal think it was stuff? the female male part. I think it was the internal politics part. Yeah, yeah. You when So the well, beginning, I think that was the, the deciding factor. Yeah, in the beginning, there was Jackie Toledo. There was Grimm's. There was and there was Jay Collins. Yeah. And like that kind oh, of trifecta right. situation right. Um, was really I was looking at like I I there was guess, a lot of change, yeah. but when you saw Dennis get in, I'm like, okay, that makes more sense yeah. for that yeah. congressional district. And right. then when Laura Lee jumped in, and I was like, okay, there's just a matter of time. Now there's too many people yep. Yep. on top with the right name recognition for that district. But let's be honest, well, given what we know, even behind the scenes about former Congressman Ross having three women also towards the top of the top billing in that race it's tough i, I mean i think he would i think I, he would have gotten if, if i think he would have gotten beat hard oh no if laura lee would not have jumped in it this would be his seat i think this would have been his congressional seat yeah, yeah i mean stargill he has the name he has the yeah. name recognition I th he could have probably he probably could have handled stargill maybe yeah, i agree um, and stargill did a lot better considering how little there is left of polk county in that district correct. yeah very yeah, much so i was just gonna say i mean that's the problem i think they faced and and then also you know consider the same thing applies to dennis ross right he lost a big part of his former constituency mm -hmm. and um you know, the fact is, I mean, look, I, I sound like a Monday morning quarterback today. I mean, I didn't give you my prediction ahead of time, but um, I knew I, I pretty much knew that Laurel Lee was going to take it. I yeah. mean, once she got in, I was like, this is it. And that wasn't because that wasn't away from our positions as a whole. I mean, we all felt that as well. Yeah, as soon as she I, I, I was got like, in and Jay Collins be, got out. I was like, yeah, OK, that's, I was that's like, a lot. No one's going to beat Laurel Lee. Mm -hmm. and, and even though even though um, even though the governor didn't endorse I mean, he didn't have to. No. I mean, it's like, come on, dude. I mean, he appointed her a judge. He appointed her secretary of state. There's a de facto trust level there. She has the right. I think she had the right to tie herself to DeSantis through the campaign. Oh, sure. And I and I noticed, uh, and then the negative mail against her was like, oh, she quit. And it's like, come, it's like, guys, come yeah, on. She's you know, right. yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, he didn't, he's not endorsing her because he's just staying out of it. He doesn't yeah. have to. But, um, well, and they played also that fine line where they tried to bring in the question, uh, into question our election results. 
you know, yeah, and her role in all of yeah, that. Yeah, they said and, that she didn't really. And people forget Florida you know, did a really good job of their of their it, voting integrity. Yeah, and that's the thing. There's not many there's not many examples in the state of Florida that you can put. Yeah, exactly. About, about and now don't get me wrong, it's a good like piece of red meat for Republicans right now, no matter what. Even though we had one of the best election systems in the country, yeah. Republicans yeah. everywhere want to beat yeah. that drum. And you hear, you see all yep. these Republicans in Hillsborough County and other parts that are really beating the drum but that's the thing. for voter integrity, you have and to, it means nothing. You it have means to be nothing. careful. You have to be careful with that 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 rhetoric line of messaging because it is it is killing us out there. Yes, uh, I mean you have. I I read on on social media somewhere where a woman uh, came to somebody's door advocating for DeSantis um, and 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 bringing into question the integrity of voting by mail. Republicans have been winning voting by mail for decades. And now, you know, because of what happened during COVID, now you've got these people out there telling people not to vote by mail. This isn't Pennsylvania, you know? this and isn't yeah, Arizona. Think, you cannot do that here. Yeah, I mean, look, I want every single, I'm, I'm not cool with any slippage when it comes to that. I don't want a single Correct. person who's not registered to vote if you're not registered in the I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty hard nosed on this. If you don't know where you're supposed to be voting or if you didn't, you know, fill out the paperwork on time or whatever, like I want people to vote. But come on, you gotta accept some responsibility. So the voter rolls need to be cleaned. Uh people need to, you know, know where they need to go, do what they need to do so that they can participate. And I agree so with I, everything you're but, saying, but that is not something that Hillsborough County needs to be focusing on. Hillsborough County right. needs to be focusing on well, why is there a deficit of thirty thousand probably even more now. 30,000 um, yeah. Republicans versus Democrats. Well, We're tie, never tie going to win to, one. Well, tying it back to the to, to Laura Lee and her position as Secretary of State, who, for those that are, you know, don't know, basically oversees elections, elections. process in the state. Um, the, the thing is, is I want election integrity. I know everybody does. I, I'm all about it. I'm all about figuring out anybody, going to these warehouses and finding out who's registered at a warehouse. You know, I think there's something like, 1200 people or 1500 people that are actually registered at the supervisor of elections office i don't know how that goes over i don't know how that even happens if right. that's true um i haven't verified it but if that's true i don't even know how that that's allowed apartment, but apartment complexes are you horrible. know apartment complexes are terrible the voter rolls need to keep be cleaned they need to be clean but here's the thing florida went for trump by like over 300,000 votes yeah. which was like double what it what, the previous election right. so so if you're going to claim that the se former secretary of state now republican nominee for for congressional district 15 laura lee was somehow negligent in the elections it's kind of hard to say that in florida when in florida as far as i'm as far as i know there hasn't been any election that's been brought to yeah. legitimate question correct that I'm aware of. No. I'm not saying there's not no. problems, and I'm not saying don't look. Right. I'm thinking of the late uh, Greg Prentice. He would be <laughs> he would be texting me right now. He yeah. knows Greg would be texting me right now if he was watching, and he would right. be giving me all this data, and he would be like pushing against me, you know. So I'm all about election integrity, but that strategy of sending mailers to my house telling me that like Laurel Lee like failed us on the election. It's like, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah, right. Like Florida pretty much went off without a hitch. I think we're okay. I knew she was going to win. I was getting three times as much mail from her and she did win. So She did win. I'm I'm surprised where Jackie Toledo fell on, on third. I was a little surprised about that because she was leading before Star, uh, Stargell and Lee jumped into this race. I truly believe that, honestly. 
Um, Grim, I'm not surprised. They were hitting Toledo. I forget who it was. I forget whose pack Grim, it was. So Kevin. Can Kevin you, was trying to find the, uh, I, That mail piece where they, holy Toledo, Congressional Batman. District 15. <laughs> Kevin was hitting that hard. And I was like, where is oh, this yeah. coming from? Because they were like, oh, Kevin's moving up in the in the campaign. I'm like, this definitely does not show any Kevin movement. He only got 8.7% of the of the vote. So I'm really surprised of that outcome and everything else. So I'm not surprised. I didn't even know. Well, again, I'm not surprised that Laura Lee won in this district, not at all. Well, and I'm also a little surprised this, that Jackie was such a wide turn. field. The fact that she had, she ended up with such a large share. Forty-one point five percent. I mean, it's crazy, especially for someone who, again, on the surface, really has very little name ID. I mean, she was Secretary of State, but how many people do you think actually know who the Secretary of State yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, they don't. But you got to keep in mind. But is it the Lee name? Tom it's Lee's Lee. been it's representing. Lee yeah, he's yeah. been representing Brandon East Hillsboro for a while. And another, right. and we've talked about this before. Yeah. Jackie Toledo should not. This should not have been a race that Jackie was in. This was not her district. No, and I and I continue to wonder why didn't she didn't run. Didn't why she didn't it. run against? Um, uh, you know, put herself up against Kathy Janet Cassidy. Cruz. No, run for that Senate seat against Janet Cruz. Yeah, why didn't she? Because she knew she was going to lose. Just knew. I don't knew think that so. It was so far, I mean, Jade, Jade looks like he has a legit so shot at. We'll, we'll get there in a second, but yeah, I, I don't move the 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 yeah the window of the bottom right. Oh, you're still right. Yeah, oh, there we go. Perfect. So yeah, so you'll see the breakdown right there in that situation. Again, I'm I'm of the opinion that as soon as Laura Lee jumped in, she was going to win that race. Uh, I love Jackie Toledo to death, but that just is not a district that she should have been running in. She worked her tail off. Yeah, I mean, what did Stargo get? Twenty seven. Yeah, but that's because Stargo actually represented that district. I know, but that's what. I, but that's still a huge gap between yeah. Laura Lee and it, Kelly Stargo. Yeah, in politics, you know, 12, 13 points. Jesus. That's a big. That's, that's a big. A big especially gap. for a first actual election. Yeah, for a first time candidate. Yeah, but think about it though. I mean, again, you know the name. Yeah, that. Well, that, and I mean, she was a. I mean, she's you know part of the executive cabinet. I mean, yeah. yeah not, but again, how many people knew that? But people knew her husband, and that's know, that, I, that to me know, makes more sense. That, yeah, that's what makes yeah. more sense. So there are some theories. The Tom out Lee there. connection makes more sense. There are Tom, some theories well, out Tom there in regards to, win, to that. Hey, he knows how to win races. Yeah. So you can bet. I mean, I just, I just knew. I just knew that when she got in that there was going to be plenty of resources, top-level professional campaign being run. And, um, you know, if you want to draw, if you want to drill down into kind of like who's probably going to be more successful in Congress – yeah, I mean, I th I think I think Laurel was probably going to be more successful. I think her or Jackie. Jackie was Jackie very was successful a, in the legislature. Yeah, yeah. She's she very, had a lot of she's, experience. Yeah. She's also a heck of a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, and Jackie her works hard, and I, know, and I know she works hard. Yeah, and her ground game is. And amazing. this isn't yeah. going to be the last Jackie or no. Kelly because both of them are very strong women. Yes. Yeah. So I, they're I saying that that uh, Kelly's pack was the one that was being the aggressor against Jackie. Against so it was Jackie. really uh, sure the second and third. Well, she was going after the wrong candidate. Then she didn't have to. That's right. what they say yeah. that we're going back and forth with the theories. The one that I, I, I thought y'all should have done a show on mailers because I wanted to we bring it. We couldn't get in. I wanted to bring it. <laughs> I, I wanted to bring it. But the, we can the, still. We can still yeah, do the that. Mail piece, the, the mail piece that I got against Toledo. I mean, it was rough. They 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 made her face look like the Joker. Oh. Right? So they painted her face white. She had big red smile lipstick. Her hair was green like the Joker. And then it was like the the title was like, holy toledo batman or something like that or whatever <laughs> oh, i mean it was it was pretty so you know. let's Someone go was having so fun. we're going from yeah. 15 let's skip 
14 real quick and go to 13 because that's yeah. a lot of fun as well. Yeah, yeah. And that was also very female driven. Um, well, re- re- I mean, on 14, really, there's not much to discuss. There is a lot to discuss on 14. Okay, all right. Well, then we, that's why we I wanted go to, to 13. Yeah. Then. So uh, with District 13, you see that on the below. Anna Polina Luna has been officially set as the winner of the primary exec of yeah. that part, oh. also by okay. 10 points uh, behind. And this was the Kevin that was also, re- re- I'm very I'm surprised. I'm surprised by Amanda Mackey yeah. get, ending up in third. Like, she did worse her second time out yeah. than she did her first time I out. I was not and expecting that, that. And that, like, like from a political, like, future standpoint, that is not good. Like, mm-hmm. you're well, supposed to improve, yeah. you know, even if you don't win, you need to be improving. I was she expecting, I was expecting Anna and then Amanda. And then Amanda. That's what yeah, I was well, because Kevin, Kevin yeah. Hazlett came out, and again, from, from all reports, I mean, he's, he had money, right? He He's likable. A lot of people who know him like him. Oh, and he's uh, from he, there, He right? did raise a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. You know, He's he from the district, which also okay. gave him an edge over Mackie and because Luna. Of, yeah, because Mackie's kind of. I think. I think had Hazlett got in earlier, I think it would have been his race. You think he, so? He, he, he also in. got in late. He, he also got in, like got in way summer. late. Yeah. yeah, but Luna's got the whole Trump. Yeah, but I, does, think, but I think. But that's he, a was district, yeah. he was gaining. He was gaining ground. That's a district that could be flipped. He was. She plateaued. I think she. Could well, kinda I see what you're saying. Yeah, he kind of hit ceiling a long time ago. I see what you're saying. She she may have literally kind of hit her ceiling there. And what you're saying, what you're saying is, well, because she is a little controversial. So what happens is, is somebody like Anna Paulina Luna has a floor. Her floor was probably 30% or 35%. Well, and she Mackie, was gonna get. She was gonna get thirty to thirty-five percent, right. no matter what. That's right? the, and that's Mackie the was situation. Mackie was definitely but, taking votes from from Hazlett. Yes. Right. Yeah. So and and, they were splitting votes. Let's yeah, just say yeah. If you're voting for Anna, you're not voting for Amanda, and if you're voting for Amanda, you're not voting for Anna. Like, right. They weren't taking votes because from each other. they were against each other last yeah. time. Exactly. Chris Green Quinn was in that mix. I'm not surprised at all of her position, but I think this is also. It for her. I wouldn't. I could not imagine seeing her again. Quinn. Yeah, for another. I mean, election. honestly, I mean, I nice lady. But how She's much? How nice. much money? Nice how much money do you have to lose before know. you realize that? I don't know. It, this is either it's not either you're out of your league, you know, in terms of what she's running for. Hey, you know, run for city council, run for county. You know, we said this. There are a lot of good people that run. She could probably walk into a. She could probably walk into a city council. She sure could. uh, If she could pick a city that she wanted to stay in. Well, that's true. If if she, yeah, yeah. So if, if 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 Christine Quinn is watching, hey, look. You know, it's nobody's, I don't think anybody's trying to be against you, but, no. but the fact is, is that you got to understand the lay of the land. You got to be realistic about it. I, I love national politics, so I understand why people want to run for yes. the big positions. Yes. I get it. It's cool. It's sexy. It's the hot topics. You know, it's the big controversial talk. Nobody wants to talk about the red light yeah. or changing the speed limit from 55 to, you know, 65. I do. On, you know, because like, I want to go from 65 to 75. Like, I'm that's, with you. I'm okay with but that. But you get what I'm saying like people yes. just don't want to talk about zoning and code enforcement it. issues it. kimberly kimberly so, says that the, the stone endorsement that. the what <laughs> the, the stone endorsement might have hurt mackie roger stone endorsement. i don't think so i can't say anything anymore because he's actually he's allegedly he's now on the outs of the trump administration so i, I just want to know how roger stone makes money because what does he do of, for a living what he did right here consultants endorsements and and oh, doesn't and he charge oh people definitely doesn't he like charge yeah, for people the endorsement? definitely pay for endorsements yeah it's insane yeah. endorsements okay. 
And we're not going down that little rabbit hole of organizations Re thinking that endorsements do anything for people's hey, actual really election quickly, cycles. Hey, really quickly, back over here in East County, uh, Lawrence McClure drew a, an opponent. Let's, you want to stick to that? Let's, keep, let's do congressional and then we'll do House oh, districts. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So I thought we were done with District house. 14, which is a really quick district at the end of the okay. day. So there was the, the up and down if James Judd was going to get into the election because he signed the wrong oath. Right. Uh, Jerry Torres uh, may have not been in the country when he had his, yeah. has his guy when he signed, signed his, his Yeah, paperwork. when it was witnessed. Like, you were in Greece, bro. Like He, he was, was in Africa. He, he was, was in, in Africa Greece. when his paper was witnessed. It's like, And what? the person that endorsed the paper was from like Mississippi. Like it was just weird. Like you, bro, you couldn't even fly into the town, into town for like five minutes to get that. You obviously have enough money to do it. So again, uh, our friends of the show, um, Mike Beltran was able to make this happen. And you know what? He's a good lawyer because he was able to get James, Jerry Torres oh, back yeah. onto the ballot and like everything was legit. It was good to go. So I was like, so good job. Hands Good, right, job. good job. Good job. Mike. Yeah, good so job, he Mike. probably he he looked into it and figured it out. Oh, that man is the, a um, genius. The, the, of course he figured it out. Yeah, the thing is is this goes to show why, you know, money issues, campaign finance issues and and just the election law stuff. Like if you don't know what you're doing, which you probably don't, right? No if you're one, a candidate, you probably don't know what you're doing. Almost no one You've knows what they're doing. You've got to have a consultant. You've yeah. got to have a treasurer. you got to have a team that's going to help you if you can't even file your paperwork right. And even then, and even then, it's it's a whole different conversation. Every show, bro. Every, sh every, every show. show. <laughs> every show. This, this stupid thing goes off. So, so again, I think what, so again, James Judd, congratulations. He won 53.1% of the vote. All right, he will be go. going against Kathy Castor in November, right, who James got 90 Four percent of the vote, and this is where we're gonna have issues. What are you talking about? Kathy Castor got one hundred and three percent of the vote. What are you so talking about? So this is where we have. I, I had to double check to make sure the math actually worked. She got one hundred twelve percent. The reason vote. why I'm saying that this is where it's gonna have to work is because one, James Judd is gonna have to raise at least a million dollars to go against uh, Kathy Castor, and two, the numbers are just not in favor for James Judd. Is it the, still sixty forty? The total that? Republican vote in that district for uh, all Republicans, right? was 38,000 votes for the primary for the primary. How many people do you think voted for Kathy Castor? Just Democrat Kathy Castor. What did you say the Republican number was? Uh, 38,000. 38,000. So we'll call it 40,000. So that means they had 60,000, 62,000 people voted yep. just there for Kathy go. Castor. Wow. Just for Kathy Castor how, how many? out of 70,000 people. So they had 70,000 people show up on primary election. 69,177. We no, we had thirty eight thousand. Okay, the numbers so 30, just don't work. Thirty thousand votes separate in the primary election, which means that's like so. So we're talking like sixty or eighty thousand yeah. vote difference when it comes to the general election. I, I, unless so there's a, there's no a, Republican win, can and win. that's kind of why I wanted Torres to win that race. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to be honest. I, I have no. Like, don't lose any bones for this one. You need someone that has the money. You need someone that has the money and that will raise enough money to to raise an army. How does he to have touch the money? every single per Torres? Yeah, I don't know anything about any. Oh no, Torres is like a multi like multi multi millionaire. Uh, no idea. He sells. Uh, <laughs> he's a what? He's an arms dealer. <laughs> <laughs> He's a long lost member of the family. Yes, he is. And so with him, he has the money to raise an army to touch every single like voter in that district. Yeah. James Judd doesn't have that at the moment. And when I talked to him, I told him, hey, you need to raise one to 1. 1.4. 
And you need to make sure you understand that you're running in a purple county, not a Democrat, not a Republican county. No, and it's so like a light blue. Exactly. It's not even so purple. Like once you realize that is what you're running for, then you you can curtail yeah. your verbiage because this is not in the middle of like Okeechobee. Like you have right. to run a, a middle of the road like race in, Sensible, in that district. Right. You just have to, or you're not going to win. Yeah. And then what's the point? But just remember, just remember, and the Republicans. You know, don't want to hear me say this, but that seat is not designed right. for Republicans. <laughs> but we've learned what? that the, we've learned that the hard way, and yet there are people that have been in, involved as long as we have, win. if not longer, and they still think every right. cycle that we have some sort of shot yeah. at it. We yeah. need to have so, a Republican every so single district who, running yeah. every single. And now, now I'm I'm about now I'm about I'm about challenging the Democrats on their territory and making them spend money. Don't get me wrong. I think there's nothing wrong with you know bleed you know trying to you know bleed the opposition right mm-hmm. so you know to make them spend money run in the city council races run in the county commission races yeah but my issue money with, out. my issue with it is, is that that takes away resources the, the, from the other campaigns well that's because you got to get the right candidate yeah so the the, the problem but we is had when, the right candidate in this position that could have the funding to run in dc and cd14 and the more and the more republic the more red-blooded republican won in this district Right. So I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not debating all that. I'm, I'm just saying that, yeah, you get a decent candidate in a race that can raise some money. So it forces the Democrats to spend yeah. money on a race they shouldn't be spending money on. But for those that are watching that don't know the, the districts and the way they're drawn, basically what happens is, is that through redistricting, we have this solidly blue district in, in the middle of Tampa. Okay. And the idea is that by all of the Democrats, a lot of the Democrats being located there in that district, it makes it easier and more favorable for Republicans to run in the other districts. Mm -hmm. And you can call that gerrymandering if you want to. Um, Apportionment of districts is a political process. The founders set it up that way. It's not for judges. It's not for, it's not for us. It's not for us to decide really. It's a political process that goes to the legislature. That's the way the districts are run. And if you are a Republican trying to get elected in Chicago, you can forget it. Yeah. And the reason why is because they've got the Republicans all split up yeah. to where none of them can get together and vote. So it is what it is. But the bottom line is, is that the Republicans win other seats around Tampa because that Tampa district is solidly Democrat. Yeah, yeah. And Kathy Castro is going to be there. Until well, she dies. And my point, my point against Jerry is, is that if he's a self funder, or if he has the re- the funds for a self funder, there's no reason why he should have gotten spanked that hard in the primary. Well, the reason why he got spanked that hard well, in the primary is because he the controversy of him technically not being in the district. Yeah, the but you know what? You make you make like Rick Scott and Come spend on. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and that's what he should have done. It wasn't enough. It was not. He did well, not spend it, the money. Well, maybe he didn't want to spend a million dollars on a on a race in a primary. That he knew yeah. that he knew may not result in a win. He just jumped in, and he jumped in way too late. James Judd has been in that race for a very long time. Yeah. So I'm not, again, I'm not surprised that he won. Yeah. I just don't think he'll be able to advance after. Well, and I think we kind of see an overall kind of message here, you know, uh, in a lot of these races, which is don't jump in late. Yeah. 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 If you're going to yeah. jump in late, just yeah. don't jump in at all. Yeah. Wait it out till next time. If you've already got name ID, jump in as a spoiler. If you got name ID and money, yes, you can jump in. But late. those people but, yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. They know what they're doing. But yeah, you no, you're right. You it's, gotta. It's like Ross, yeah. you know, like Ross, yes. like like also like Sean Harrison, mm-hmm. you know, who who we're going to talk about maybe when we talk about the Senate, uh, some of the Senate races. Um, again, he jumped in. Um, kind of took a notice of which way the winds were blowing. Yeah. He says, well, not my turn. Mm-hmm. And he stepped out. 
and that's a his sm- statement was I'm good I don't I'm need good. to be a center and right. and that's the thing that makes sense <laughs> in his position and, yep. and again this is someone that's weathered the storm yep. has been in the fight before and knows when to say he I'm understood. good he saw what he saw he what was up well, he, he saw what was up because, well, <laughs> but yeah because well because the guy that's um that won is Jim. a former um Green Beret. Okay. And he went, and I'm sure well, he, he had, had the a blessing little, of the governor. I'm so, sure okay. he had a conversation with the governor. Before we yeah. go into a house races, my God, these people. Um, the last race I would like to talk about is U.S. House District 7 with uh, oh, uh, Anthony Sabatini not winning that race. <laughs> Johnny and I, and even oh, you, we've all had this conversation in the past yeah. that we just felt that he was too much of a fire breather. And because of that, I don't think the people wanted he lost that. By he lost by 14. He, yeah, he, he lost by and there's also, there's like 10 people in this race. My God. Yeah, a lot of people. There's a but lot it was, of people in the race. Him and two other people. Yeah, basically. so like I was like, we already have Matt Gates. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised that Sabatini didn't do, I was surprised Sabatini didn't do better, but I think it came down to money. I think he if, had a if lot I, of money. No, he had a lot of money, but if I remember correctly, this guy that won Corey Mills, I think he ended up somehow like with, Millions. Well, uh, Corey Mills is actually an heir to the Mills dynasty. Is he? Oh, is the no. Mills dynasty. No, I think he. I think he showed up. I want, for some reason three million sticks out in my mind, and I think Sabatini had like seven hundred fifty thousand, maybe a million. And you know what you do for that particular? Because that's a solid red district. But that was that's Anthony's race to lose. Yeah, it was his race. He got in extremely early. He, he actually early. jumped in, in a different district. He did to be able to run. He was in Daniel Webster's. Right. Everybody's like, "What are you district. doing?" No, he was in Daniel he Webster's start, district. Yeah, he wanted to. Just, start a, just money. a file, just a file. And yeah. Webster also swept the floor in his prime primary. Which district is Webster against? Um, against um, Laura Loomer. Yep. Which I was surprised by that because didn't mm-hmm. she have like the Trump? Well, Laura, yes. Yeah, I don't know if she was. She I don't know if she. Loss? Oh, okay. So Laura Loomer. So it's fifty-one point one to forty-four. That's a that's yeah, a decent lose. Yeah, he did well for a sitting congressman. It's, well, yeah. but she you're talking about striking. Distance. I mean, she I mean, is. She, isn't she like in Flo- a Fox News person? Yeah, yeah. You I think know, so. and then I'm she's assuming. super yeah. tight with the Trump campaign. Yeah, she was within seven points, which is not close, but it's not like she got embarrassed either. I yeah, mean, and what also, saved him was incumbency. Yes, because the third did not spoil it. On it's not enough of a percentage to have spoiled. Well, it. and Webster's been in Congress as long for as a I can very remember. long time. He's been in Congress. He's as been in, in Congress school. for a while. He's been in Congress for a while, and pr- prior to that, he was. Um, in the state Senate, and he was also Speaker of the Florida House. He so, was the first yeah. Republican Speaker of the Florida House. So that means that was during the but see that he, he did good thing he did good things for sure when he was yeah. In the but Florida everyone in that generation is dead. So like <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. But the people that are supporting him are the people man, that though. that that understand the process and they realize that somebody like Laura Loomer is just going to go to D.C. Yeah. and all they're going to do is spew the red meat. She's going to have a million and followers. I'm telling you, know, tellin we book, have right. You know, we whatever. have Matt Gates. Not really going to get. We have done. Anna Polina Luna, who I'm expecting. That she's going to go toe to toe with uh, AOC. If those two are not fighting each other in the in on the floor of the house, then I don't know what the reason why we put her, we sent her to yeah. to DC because you know she's they're they're not going to get anything done, especially no. as a freshman. No one's going to get ish done. Daniel Webster put out a DVD set, probably CDs. <laughs> I don't know what you know. He put out a. I think he originally had it on VHS, I believe. But I, 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 I don't I can't find it anymore. But I had a DVD copy of his You're how to run me. of his how to run for office. You are oh wow! I'm, I'm, me. Hey, I'm telling you it's what. Probably and in I, a box. And I can't I can't find it. You gotta it. find it. And I wish Someone I could find, find it. it. I know. I wish I could find because he's super young yeah. in the video, right? 
and has no gray hair, you know, super young. But here's the thing though. Um, it's, it's an excellent, it's an ex, it's a literally a tutorial it's a great primer, yeah. on how to run for office. And I, the one thing that I remember from it that, that he, that he mentioned was he said, before you even start, before you ever file or nothing, he said, you need to have 15 people that are close to you. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes. That you can count on that are fully committed to helping you. That doesn't mean that they all do all give money or all knock doors, but you need to have 15 people. I remember him saying that. And I just thought to myself, you know, if you look at a lot of candidates, sometimes they don't have 15 people mm -hmm. in their whole campaign. Right. And we've all been there. Yep. If you've worked on a campaign or been the candidate, you've been there. There's some days it's where, where, of people in the where room. you know, <laughs> you, you know, you're just hoping someone else shows up. You yeah. Know? Right. And, and it's you're grateful Florida. if you can fill the dining room table. Yeah. It's Florida. <laughs> it's August. It's hot. Who wants to go knock a thousand doors this weekend? You know, yeah. nope. You know, it's hard. And so I just remember some of the advice in, in, in that it was good. I mean, he, oh. because he's a, he's been in this, he's been in the part of the process for a long time. He's a good old Florida boy. And he's a, he's a good, he's a good man. I mean, to your point, Johnny, I think, um, I mean, I'm sure he's not perfect. I'm sure he's got some votes that maybe, you know, I wouldn't be happy with, but, but that's um, going to happen when you've been in Congress but he's, as long as he but has. He, he's also probably going to be in a pretty good position when Republicans yes. take over. Mm -hmm. And if you live in that district, you want, your guy or your girl to have some influence you want them to be right. able to well get and some i think he's done. on the verge if i read correctly uh florida politics did a good rundown of the winners and losers mm -hmm. of the primary and i think he might be up for chairman of ways and means really okay. which That's would be big. huge yeah yeah which again big. goes along with his seniority yeah. that means we get the money yeah. out of that seat <laughs> and 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 last thing i'm gonna say about about daniel webster applies i think to just in general the older i get I have to admit it, the older I like my candidates. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just, I mean, there's no, I mean, look, I've, I've been excited about politics since I was a kid. So yeah. I've been that kid, but it just seems a little odd sometimes when you, when you see people running for public office. They're that, younger that, than you. That are just really, really young. And it's like, you know, <laughs> I mean. I have not used the word what whippersnapper have you so done? many times. Like, like, have yeah? Do you really kind of understand? Like, yeah. you don't like, bro. You don't have a mortgage, bro. You're right. on your like, first like, marriage. Like, you don't yeah. have a mortgage. You live at home. <laughs> like, we don't share right. anything in common. You're not married. You got no kids. You got no mortgage. You're renting. Like, you know, we, we don't. <laughs> my life yeah. and your life just are not the same. Right. You know, and that's that. Nothing, nothing. Look, people can't control their age. There's nothing wrong. With oh, I'm being loving young. this conversation. There's nothing wrong with being young, but it's just, it's just about. But a perfect examples you know, are from Byron Donalds from Southwest Florida. Yes. You know who, you know has really kind of come into his own and really becoming a star within the party. But he went and had to do his eight years or six or eight years in, in the, the state house. legislature, yep. you know, to work his way back up to where he wanted to be, which was in Congress. Yep. Yeah. His first race was in Congress. Yeah, and everybody yeah, yeah. said, yeah. no, thanks. Yeah. You know, you're too young, yeah, whatever. Too young. I'm you, sure he yeah, got all the you? excuses under the book, yeah, yeah. Under, the under, yeah. under the sun and ran for state house, which yep. was a good, which was a good move for him. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and he's a force. Now he still looks young. But you oh, see, you, black don't crack. you see That's a picture of him. I mean, look, he he's looks, got a he looks he's great. got a nice family. He looks great I mean, looking family. Great yeah. looking got, family. Got, got his family together. What district is he again? 
Oh, I'm trying it's to. Find, I'm trying it's to find that, it. It's that. It's that district full of old people. It's that that's right. Old, old white people. Old, old, old rich white people. rich people. Old white rich people. Yeah, that's they right. Got like a, they got a young black man uh, representing a, black a bunch man. of old, a bunch of old yeah. rich white. Uh, and he people. he knocked out a few self funders down there. Yes. Did he? Oh yes. yeah. He had, he had a wide. He had a nasty. Because when he originally, that's right. oh that's right. Huge primary. That's right. Oh. He did because he had Dane Eagle that was in that. Yeah, that dropped out. Something. No, no, no. He stayed in. Jim. No. At the end, Byron Donald. It was only two people at the end because he knocked them all out right ahead of time so it was byron and then it was jim hoff oh, they probably they yeah, probably that, tried to that's this year i'm talking about when he first won oh we're Congress. talking about this year i'm saying i'm saying when byron donald's first no we're won. talking about yeah we were talking about when, when he, he first, first got elected won, to congress he had a slug fest he had a slug fest to get there was there. at least six guys six yeah. or more people in that and there, i remember there, there were two there were two candidates other than him that were like for real serious candidates yeah. that he had to overcome and he over and he overcame them yeah all right so anyway. all right well we don't have a whole lot of time left so we need to get into wait, 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 uh, the, the wait, state house we have races. to get into the house okay so let's start off with i'll do just the let's highlights just do quick yeah. so uh our buddy in in uh, the florida house district wait, state 59, senate first. yes state well, senate who's first. in state senate besides oh well there was no, yeah, primary. no, no primaries okay yeah. okay so state senate with 59 um benny jack Bernie, won his, Bernie, Bernie Jack Jocks. won his seat. I don't know. How I'm, long have you known Bernie? I know. I'm I sorry. Know. Oh my God. That's I'm sorry. That's like borderline offensive. How is that borderline offensive? So he you did, literally so he, just butchered his name and yeah, you've known no, the guy yeah. for over a decade. <laughs> People butcher my name all the time too and I don't blame them. Well, it's because it's weird. My name is weird. Yes. You're killing time right now. Hannibal. Hannibal. <gasps> you know what? Anyway, Bernie, I'm so happy that you won your race and we're very excited for that seat. I think that was a great run. That he, he earned did. it. He earned it. Earned it, earned it. <laughs> he walked that entire district multiple this times. This is what, his third shot? This was his third attempt. Yeah. And he was humble every single time yeah. he lost. And he, yeah. he finally won and he's done great. So he's done really good. Uh, our next is CD. Hope he, I hope he makes amends with the leadership. <laughs> I don't yeah, think so. They, yeah, because he, he was, um, yeah, he, he wasn't, I think he was. That was actually one of uh, the the consultant we were discussing at lunch oh, okay. that was one of uh, his oh, losses okay. yeah uh, i don't know what leadership is going to do from what i understand leadership is pissed that he won i'm sure um i'm trying to find his district real quick but um, well when leadership if, if has their own clients at stake see that is it's, FJ, it's becoming FJ, a thing i wonder if FJ that's a problem came in big for bernie the amount maybe of the amount of like backhanding that's happening with these districts and especially Sorry, especially when already elected officials own like campaign companies. Like, right. that's so weird. Yeah. And you should not be a consultant. Who to owns a, a campaign company? I'm not going there. Are you talking about LaValla's yeah. uh, sign company? Well, LaValla is also yeah. doing consulting, um, but um, but there's another consulting group that literally runs all of the house campaigns mm -hmm. and then also has their own clientele. Yeah. So we're with- um, Based in Ebor. <laughs> Anyways, that was, we were talking about well, at lunch. Want, it was you don't want to give them some props. I mean, they're consultants, just like anybody else. They <laughs> lost, and we don't have time to go through this. Okay, fifty-one. Well, they won. They won the important race. Anyways, With, so <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, Florida House District fifty uh, sixty-five was between uh, Karen Pittman and uh, um, the other individual, and that's 40, the important race. And that's the important race <laughs> that we're talking about, which was um, which was forty-four point one to forty-two point three. It was quite an interesting. The three-way definitely was a spoiler in this situation because at the end of the day, it was less than like five hundred. It was it was less than like four hundred votes. It was absolutely insane yeah. how close that was. It was a close one, but again, the advantage there was that 
the candidate who shall not be named well you know got in early got in super early super early and i think that helped a lot with name id and the other candidate who ended up pulling out the win congratulations to karen you know she got in way late mm-hmm. you know and i think i think she could have won by a larger margin had she gotten in well, earlier we all know the backstory to that she was running for school board at the time right and the whole thing was as soon as Jackie makes a decision to move, then everyone will fall right, in place. Right. Yeah. And so she didn't make the move until the day of, basically. And then everyone had to jump into the position. And they it were. sucks because that chess game happens every, you know, time. every redistricting. I and mean, you know what? That you know, hurt, all and of that a sudden, you got, yeah, you got people lining up for different seats and well, that you don't know. may or may not exist. Okay, yeah, we all, know we all knew that Jackie was going to leave. And so at the end of the day, what needed to happen was she should have left earlier yeah. because and you, you know who was one of the people that failed in that situation? Um, Ali Lee, Ali was supposed to be oh, Ali like yeah, yeah. Ali like was supposed to be in that district, really? uh, and decided to not move when Jackie moved, God. and so that was a huge issue. And again, Ali's a friend of the show, and we all love her. Yeah, but a, a, a Candace look alike. And sadly, I thought lo- yeah, and I thought she was going to do a lot better. I didn't I think she was. She was I never thought she was going to win. And I and I've said this no, before. No, not win. But I thought I was I was surprised at the numbers. I'm not surprised because again, we'll see her again. she is the yeah we will we'll see, her see her again. again. But we she was the only uh, endorsed uh, school board member that did not win their race because she was running in county wide yeah. in Hillsborough County. Yeah. And the moment you lock yourself in with yeah. the governor, who's a Republican, these Democrats come out in droves yeah. because that's the problem. Didn't the Democrats choose a, a white lady over her? No. Karen, I don't know. No, no, it's, um, it was Perez, right? Karen Perez, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you can't play that card either. I was going to go there. Uh, the, <laughs> I was going to go. Uh, the last one we'll hit for this one is 69, which is our friend Danny Alvarez. I didn't butcher that name. Yeah. Uh, winning that race, and we're very excited, and we're happy that he ran. His, his opponent his didn't race. show up. She didn't show up at all. No. Some, some, some then, people um, didn't show up to their I own. I thought it was weird that Michael Minardi, the watch law, lawyer from South Ten- I thought it was weird that he didn't campaign at all. <laughs> some people didn't show up to their watch parties. Some people did not show up to their watch parties. The... Um, what was the other thing? Oh, we ended up with the Hatfields and McCoys running. Yeah. Um, well, we talked we about his yard sign. His yard sign sitting over there. Yeah, we ended up with the Hatfields and the McClures running. <laughs> yeah. Um, which which was odd. I I mean I didn't understand. I mean, look, if you want to run, you want to run for office, whatever. You know, this is America. But I just didn't understand. Like what? What was he running against? Like was right. he? What, what's what, his gripe with McClure? Like, what, what, what's your gripe with McClure? Like what did he did? How did? How was he not doing something right or whatever? I love but it. anyway, but I just remember, and I don't know the Hatfield guys, so like, listen, dude, I'm sure you're a great guy. I don't know you, but like, um, you know, it, it was just kind of like I just remember thinking the sign. It was like a real estate agent advertisement. Yeah. Yes. That's all I could think about. I mean, Anika, Anika all probably All I could it. think about was that it was. It looked like he was yeah. a, a I'm telling you right taking now. on a job as a real estate agent, like, as, you know, you like cannot put your in face. retirement. You cannot like, put your face on, on campaign signs. You cannot. No, it's Those weird. are just horrible. They're it's so weird. weird. Remember, politics are for ugly people. And so because yeah, of that. Politics is Hollywood for ugly yeah, people. You don't put is, your. This is a thing. You and don't. Then, and then also like, hey, let's just keep it real. Like, you know, look, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm 40. What am I now? 44. Like, you know, we've all got a few extra yeah, we pounds stopped or after whatever. 42. Like, you know, like I got a few extra LBs on me, but like, I'm not going to take a picture of me like sideways, like after I've had a full lunch at, at Fred's market yeah. in Plant City. Well, that was my then, comment about I'm the yard take, sign. And, and then I'm going to take my picture. Like, yeah. come on, dude. 
Bro, like, it like, took you five tries to do a selfie, and we had to edit, like, suck you it in. You don't, yeah, you gotta, you know, you know. You, you gotta it, do what you gotta do. It's like those pilots when they're doing the training for the G-forces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, like, looking I mean, at his yard like, sign, I mean, you'd think you were actually running for Santa Claus. Oh, no, for, but, yeah, like, I don't want to <laughs> pick, yeah, like I said, I don't want to pick on the guy. I don't know him. He, I'm sure he's a nice enough guy, but, but it's like. prove that? But it's like, dude, go again, once yeah. again. Get a, if you've never done this before, get a consultant, talk to somebody, sit down and talk to some people, show someone your artwork yes. and say, this is, I'm thinking about running yes. with this. Yes. I went on fiverr.com or whatever. And this <laughs> yeah. is what some, this is what somebody gave me for 15 bucks. Probably you know? made it. It was probably made like in Thailand. Yeah. Again, you know, they just, gave me this design. Is. Is I went online. Is, is it good? They don't know what they're doing. And it, no. And then they get mad at you when you try to give them a little bit of advice and they get really offended. Yeah. And I'm like, Bro, this is your first time running, and odds are I'm not going to see you after this. So, yeah, like, what? it doesn't even matter what you're saying right now. Well, for District 69, though, I mean, obviously, there was no surprise. We all knew Danny was going to walk. Most of oh, us didn't man. even know that he had a primary I had no, I no. did not think well, he had now, a primary at well, all. And, no. and now, and and really, but but I'll tell you what, though, part of that, part of part of the working hard in that primary, though, for him, I, I would be willing to bet that if you looked at his walk list, it wasn't all just super Republicans. Correct. I bet you he's already sh was already shifting yeah, yeah. to um, to MBAs. talking well, again, to some people. I mean, that it was virtually he was, he was yeah. virtually not in a primary, right? Yeah. Basically, so so that race. I mean, he still got to knock off uh, Andrew Learned, an incumbent mm -hmm. Democrat state rep. He's got to knock him off. And I Which think he knows he's in trouble because he's yeah, already he been trying to message yeah. to the middle. Yeah. Yep. So yep. you already see it's happening already. And at the end of the day, Danny is a son of Hillsborough County. Like people know who he is. Yeah. Even when he ran for judge last cycle, everyone was like, yeah, we get it. You'd be a great judge. But that's just not your race. Like your people are the, the Florida legislature. Yeah. And he's been incredibly, I mean, aside from, you know, again, practically being raised in Hillsborough County, I mean, he's super plugged into the community. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's one of those people that, I mean, when I moved here, he was one of the first names that I kept hearing over and over again. Oh, do you know Danny Alvarez? Do you know Danny Alvarez? And, and, and again, I mean, I don't, he, he was hesitant for a long time because he wasn't very public about his politics, um, you know, to be perceived as a Republican, you know, it was just, you know, just not something he made very public. Yeah. Um, but everybody knew that when this day came that he would run for a political office yes. that he was going to do really well. And honestly, he's doing even better than I expected, Correct. given that that district um, isn't really his stronghold. Like most of the people that know him right, right. live in the city of in Tampa, city of Tampa. West Tampa and you know yeah. and 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 he's moved out there some years ago into the district where he lives now uh, and is running in yeah that, um, that district is about now and I'm thinking of the old lines which could be even more so but when I ran for that district it was 17% Hispanic mm -hmm. um, yeah. and the districts changed now and they lost some of the Tampa zip code so it may even be less but I mean, look, you know, I, I think that that area is growing and it's growing and becoming more diverse. So it's probably not a bad, you know, a, a bad you know, go for Republicans. So still. let's let's do this. Let's jump into the Hillsborough County School Board millage election. And that will also transition to the tax. And then I think that's it for today. Wow, that's, we're already. I know we're, we're there. We started late. We apologize, everyone. But let's do the Hillsborough millage and the ramifications. Well, the millage, it, again, it lost, it, lost. It, you know, and it should have. I mean, you By had only 500 votes you yeah. had tampa bay times you had democrats also literally coming out and saying no 
What, like why I think you, everybody everybody realizes. Why? why do you think they were saying? Do you because think they know they were not the managing their money because you don't yeah, yeah. you don't spend good money after bad. If somebody hasn't earned your trust with little, you don't give them a lot. So do you? What, think what disappointed me was money. what disappointed me was the Tampa Chamber and a bunch of these other chambers were all for oh, it. Man, oh they're God, always they're always about for it. increasing Dude. taxes. It's yeah. insane. You gotta be careful about these big businesses. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, and they don't even show a legitimate position when it comes to like the vote because it's all like just buying the vote. So you have these Democrats that are there; they're going automatically going to vote for these things. So yeah, no, the fact that it, it lost by so little, I'm I'm very happy about, but I'm also very scared because Hillsborough County commissioners are stupid and they're going to try to run that tax, that additional tax that they're going to try to push through that failed the last time. It's like literally we're trying every single time and they get closer and closer and closer. And now we're like, okay, you're going to tax us. And it's just, they, they, they want this transportation thing for some odd reason. So then we can do what with it? We can, we can add a choo-choo train somewhere. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's just more slush money. That's all it is for Tampa to do stuff. I mean, mean, well, and the problem is, is, is that they're meanwhile they're squeezing you at the neck by eliminating lanes yes i mean you go anywhere downtown south tampa now you're you, bypass nobody you've lost this. lanes right exactly. i've yet to bypass, see a biker i've yet use. to see a biker because it's not safe they're not so and it's that's not the thing. safe who bikes on these main who thoroughfares? Wants and when i do and when i do see someone away from a five thousand pound i have to move my car, car around it's someone scary, because dude. i don't want to hit and they yeah. have a lane and there's no space nah, it's scary it's 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 very much you would never catch me on a bike on one of those i would rather you guys spend the money on figuring out what to do because also we're going to have a huge problem with homelessness because they keep on pushing the homeless populations out into the suburbs and those homeless guys are not staying there so now you have that ebor city area where you're going to get rid of all of that affordable housing and just who would have thought Democrat the Democrats would be pushing black people out of Tampa? Yeah. That's literally what's happening. Oh, yeah. and no one's calling it there. Yeah, calling it's still out. becoming more. It's coming more liberal. They have almost a three-year waiting list for affordable housing. There's, it's in, and they won't build more housing. They will. They they're just not stop. building it fast enough. I mean, they, they're no, not approving they, it. No, they're they, not approving they, it. They, they, I posted a meme about this the other day. It's like you say you want more affordable housing, right? But what happens is, is the the county, or in this case, the yeah, the county and the city, they end up regulating you and zoning you to death. So right. it costs too much. Yeah. So what do builders do? They build five hundred thousand dollar condos and, yeah. and yeah. houses, and then everybody says, "Oh, we need affordable housing." So then the government says, "Okay, you can't build anything unless it's going to be affordable housing." Yeah. So then no housing gets built yeah. and then everybody's like oh crap there's no housing and so then the cost of housing goes up because right. there's no supply you think and the, then people and then the cycle the starts game. over yeah. again you don't think builders would love to be able to spend maybe a hundred thousand dollars with actually building the house so they can sell it for 250 yeah i mean that's what if you could bring down the cost of they the don't building care. then right. they wouldn't care because they they're still going to make their percentage yeah but they don't care and they can do multiple things so lauren makes the comment of more money can't fix poor stewardship with your part and then kimberly davis says there's a lawsuit against the referendum language so it might not even be on the ballot in November. So it's a mess all around. So the all loss right. the lawsuit the lawsuit is basically that the language is is like not um it's not accurate. It's misleading. It's misleading. Well, yeah, it's because misleading they know language. that if they're honest yeah. and transparent about the yeah, language it's that misleading. it's going to die. And 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 what they've always done and they're doing it again this time is they try to pull in constituencies. They try to create constituencies by saying it's going to be for roads and bridges and fixing right. potholes in Sun City, Riverview, Brandon, Plant City, Tampa. And it's like why do you have to mention all that? Because they're trying to make the voters in that area believe they won't do that anything. they're going to yep. get something. And the bottom line is all you're doing is sending your money to down downtown Tampa so that yeah. they can build so, a choo-choo train. So Scott right. makes a real, Scott running for district one says the same, says, is starting to add this into his dumb speech about like how, look, we have, what, 
we've been talking about building, refining and redoing all the roads and sewers and everything else for the last 50 years. But yet you get a five minute thunderstorm south of Gandhi and it's a flood zone okay, out there. South of Gandhi, south of Kennedy. South of Kennedy, and it's, it's a like flood Kennedy zone. Was, and, he's like, yeah. and he's like, we were, he was talking about remembering times when they were in canoeing down Bayshore. I remember, <laughs> I remember jet skiing down Bayshore during a really bad storm. So like this thing it keeps on going. That. So I think until there is a change, we'll nothing will ever change. So we'll I see what a nebel on a jet ski. Oh, <laughs> it happened. It <laughs> happened <laughs> once. I want you to jump. And it won't happen again. The, Why? Because everyone has a cell phone now. But Johnny, what were you going to say? No. Well, what's left? So, uh, no, that's it. We cut the last one. Okay. All right. So, all right, folks. Again, welcome. We're, uh, we're working on uh, being a little bit more judicious about uh, the length of the show here. You're so welcome. We're going to go ahead and uh, bring it in for a close. Again, uh, we're going to continue to watch uh, all these uh, elections, and, uh, and probably in an upcoming episode, we'll we'll pick apart the effect of uh, direct mail uh, and uh, just uh, how. Uh, Let's do predictions. Uh, yeah. Well, oh. What? For the, oh. Just for the upcoming. Add in uh, one more thing. For November. Oh, no, no just, not right no. now. Oh, you don't want to do that? No, oh, no, 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 no. We got to okay. go. So um, why can't we we'll do, do one more thing? Well, we'll do we'll do predictions closer to the November election okay. because obviously so much can happen. All Republicans for except for CD fourteen are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> All Republicans except for CD fourteen win. Man, I hope so. I mean, oh my gosh, and it would and we could have probably even taken fourteen if we didn't look, have the there, Supreme Court make sure a comment about abortion. Y'all sure don't want to talk about the redacted. We uh, may actually Trump, have uh, three. Warrant. We may actually have three Republicans back in the county commission. Look at that. Oh. That would be crazy, but yeah, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. We could get four, but uh, no there's a lot of training that needs to get done for the fourth one. Yeah, I don't think that one. Uh, that 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 one. I don't think that dog gonna hunt. Mm -mm, no. All right. On behalf of Anibal David even Cabrera, say, don't say country sayings if you don't ever know what it is. I know what that means. That dog can't. I know what that he can't, means. His shoulder hunt. It's like, I didn't what? say shoulder hunt. <laughs> like what? He's gonna hunt. Gonna hunt. You know. Oh my god! I'm sorry you that we're not Joe. We're not candy don't, strawberries don't this fake, time you around. Can't, don't fake a country accent, dude. Come I on. was born and raised in Lutz, so Lutz. let's move on. Lutz. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> on behalf of Enable David Cabrera, Joe Wicker, I'm Johnny Torres. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Don't forget to subscribe <laughs> to the audio portion of our podcast. And again, thank you so much to our friends over at Community Patriots. That's community-patriots.com. Uh, get involved as we get closer to the November elections. They need your help. Our candidates need your help. And uh, and Community Patriots is an amazing organization to uh, be a part of. So look them up at community-patriots.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the audio version of our podcast podcast over at the tech overlords at google apple spotify audible amazon iHeartRadio, odyssey and samsung podcast platforms until next time good night everybody good night